This episode of Luca's Tigers and Bronze is brought to you by PWCC. PWCC is currently running an unlimited free vault promo, which is running through July 31st through the end of the National. The vault is 100% free for all graded cards valued at over $50. There's no ingestion costs, no storage fees, and unlimited submissions. Just enter the promo code VAULT, V-A-U-L-T, when creating your submission to apply the promo. Luca Nation, National Week, the, the kickoff or the countdown to National Week, episode 749 of Lucas, Tigers, and Braun. And we have a dear friend, a special guest, Mr. Daryl McKay. Did I say that right? You did. Let's go. Uh, you guys might have heard about this company, but I think you're going to be hearing a lot more about them as 2022 kind of wraps up in the second half and then into 2023. So the way I understand it, it's, and, and actually I'm not even going to do it. I'm not going to give my two cents. <laughs> Flex NBA, they're going to be at national. They're going to be doing events. Some of you guys at Cigar Night might be in for a little treat. Talk to us, Daryl. First off, welcome to the wink, show. Wink, wink. It was nice to. Just a little treat. Little treat. <laughs> welcome to the show. And for people that out there that don't know, Flex MBA, what's the origin story? What is it? Yeah, so Flex MBA um, founder Daniel Choi was super excited uh, to see his kids getting into Pokemon, right? And he wanted to have that basketball experience with him. Uh, he's a huge basketball fan. His kids play basketball. And so he just thought, like, why isn't there a sports equivalent scenario for people to collect and enjoy and play a game? He's a huge gamer. Um, so he started working on how to make it something that ties in physical and digital technology. So, you know, we call Flex NBA the world's first augmented reality sports TCG. We launched with Flex NBA. Um, wink, wink, nudge, nudge on Wednesday. We'll announce something new and exciting as well. Um, and, you know, but what that means is essentially we have a physical tile, which you see behind me um, in my backdrop there, mm -hmm. that you can collect that's absolutely Gorgeous hand-drawn art of over 200 NBA stars. They come in five different levels of chase, just like a traditional TCG or collectible does. But you can play a game with these, absolutely, without question. But you can also tie them digitally into the Flex NBA app, which is free to download. You collect your roster in there. You scan each, every, each and every one of these has a unique barcode on the back, which is getting lost in my backdrop, but mm -hmm. you get the idea. Um, and all of them are individual. So you scan that into your app, and we know that that is your tile. So from a security standpoint, we can identify every single tile in the collection. Who owns it? If a batch of them shows up at a police station someday, you know, somebody took them from somebody, we can say, yeah, this belongs to this person. Um, all right. So, Daryl, there's a lot of people listening now who are like, what the hell is this? Is like, so let me, let, me, this? let me see what I can. Let me see if I can just back up the truth trolley for a second and see where I can explain to our listeners what, what we're talking about here. Sure. So what we have at base at start is a physical collectible. It's a disc, right. right? So you're holding it up. Is it a hexagon? It is a hexagon. A yeah. hexagon. So a hexagon-shaped disc that has 20 NBA players, hand-drawn 200. 200, 200 NBA players. Sorry, I don't know why I said 20. 200 That's NBA good. players. And so it is a physical collectible at base yep. at start, sort of yep. like a Pokemon card where you That's open right. up, you get it, the whole deal. You can, you can collect the whole set. You get all 200 of them, you name it. Okay, so just as a start, a physical basketball licensed by the NBA collectible, right? That's right. Which, and the Players Association. And the Players Association, which 
If it's not gradable by all companies, that's probably coming, right? So this Beckett is, has already started. So Beckett is already gr grading these. This is something that can be graded, something that can be a tangible, physical, collectible that people. Now, you don't like to talk about that from the beginning, guys. And I'm that's just right. doing a little aside tangent, right? Because what makes Pokemon cards collectible is that they weren't something that were graded back in 1996 in the Japanese and 1999 for the English version. It was because they were played and these are meant to be played, right? right. But, you know, we want to throw in that Beckett is already grading these. That said, it's a physical collectible that has a gaming component to it just like TCG. I want That's you to take a look, guys, at NBA Flex. What's the website, Daryl? FlexMBA.com. FlexMBA.com. Couldn't get much easier than that. FlexMBA.com. And take a look at it, guys. And what, what you're going to see here is uh, uh, two different modes of gameplay. But basically, something as easy as uh, I played it with my son. And yeah. it's almost like on easy mode, a game of war. Sort of like what I do That's with right. Pokemon, right? Oh, this guy's got a, a 200 power. This guy's got 100. All right, I got a deck. You got a deck. You make a team of five players, right. just like NBA. You put them out there. Each one of them has a value. Each one of them has points. Each one of them has you know, what they're worth. It's right there on the on the, the, the collectible itself. It's right there. We can CP see it. Play. You can see and play right there. So there you go. CP points. So you get the points on there. And so you have basically a head-to-head, five-on-five, play-a-game. Within a couple of minutes, somebody has defeated the other player. Now... Okay, couple little fun ways we can take this. One, this also has a digital component, and this is where it gets fun. And I don't know with the virtual background if Daryl can, can show you this, but FlexMBA.com does a very good job, guys, of showing this. We don't bring on everybody here, but when I saw the, the video on this, when I saw this, I was like, okay, we got to talk to these guys. This is pretty amazing. Think of the Star Wars scene where Chewbacca is playing that 3D holographic chess. We all go to that. Because that's what this is. It yeah. really is. You have a Dame Lillard tile. You put it on there. You load up the app on your phone. You basically put your phone over your tile. And oh, Dame yeah. Lillard. Not gonna, not gonna, the background is going to block me from the app. Pops up. And there he is just standing there dribbling the ball. You got your whole squad like the Monstars standing there animated, right? Right there playing an, an augmented reality kind of game, right? It's, it's, yeah. It is... It's pretty cool. So you have that physical collectible with a digital component on the app. You can play the game on the app. You can play the game with this augmented reality. And then layer in blockchain component. And I don't want to lose you guys. This is not a, quote, NFT, right? It's got, it's it's got a, you know, the blockchain on it. It's got a barcode. It's got the whole nine yards. So that the one you own is yours. Are they transferable? Are they tradable? Yeah, it'll get there. Yes. I'm certain of that. No, it's, it's already there, 100%. So, what's, so there you go. So what's cool about this is they allow you to, through doing things on the app, through playing games, through showing up at events, sort of like ours, to, you can power up your players. So, like hey, yours, you know, exactly the first, right. first person asked me, hey, you know, I was, I was talking to friends this weekend about this, this game. And they said, well, what happens if I have a LeBron and you have a LeBron? And I'm like, well, have I powered my LeBron up by going to okay. an event? Have I, I got a, a plus 10 CP? Because then my guy's going to take yours out, depending upon, you know, the rules of the dice and whatnot. Right. So, so it is a game. It is He's just playing this game with his son. You can tell. Well, well, I mean, I listen, wait, wait, until, wait until it expands from where it's currently. It's amazing what it is. But where it can go from here is going to be, I think, really, really cool. And, guys, all I'm asking you to do on this one, and Daryl will go through this stuff, and Andrew's got a bunch of questions. 
take a look at flexnba.com. It is a card. If you want to call it that for our yeah. card heads, it is a collectible card. And if you want it to be a, that, nothing tile, more, yes. another way to get a tile or a collectible yeah. of Jason Tatum or Clay or whoever it may be, you can buy a team set, right? You can buy, you know, a starter set. And if that's all you want, great. I think because I play Pokemon Go with my son, it adds in the card game of Pokemon with the Pokemon Go augmented reality aspect of it, all for one kind of gameplay. It's quick. It's easy to use. Obviously, if you're a, a big-time TCG person, this now lets you do TCG with sport. It lets you do TCG, and you can have a full-on game. There is, there is a much more experienced, advanced mode to play this game as well. Um, take a look. I think it's pretty cool. Um, I love that it's licensed by the Players Association and the NBA. I love, believe it or not, the hand-drawn art on all these things. I think it brings a really cool aspect to it. And it's just another, you know, another cool thing that's coming to our space that is, I don't want to call it, ho- maybe it's hobby tangential. Maybe it's attached right. to the hobby. It's a cool sort of bridge between that, that TCG card, physical, tangible asset, and this blockchain that we talk about. And I know a lot of people in the hobby are very like, it's, it's, I need my physical collectible. This kind of gives you both. And, and I mean, if people remember, we talked about Top Shot for a while, and, you know, that has been kind of dragged through the mud the whole nine yards, right? But what it did was it was an ease of use of trying to, like, explain blockchain and what good can come out of the blockchain being added to certain things. And you can learn about it. This, to me, is another product very similar to that because you understand the collectability of a tile. You understand the player. You understand that LeBron is probably going to, quote, sell for or be more valuable than a Anthony Davis. But, you know, then you got the blockchain capability, the tradeability of it, the trackability of it, the authenticity proof of it, all the things that blockchain brings now combined with a physical asset. It's just cool. It's just another one of these things that I think, you know, it's, it's where we're headed, guys. Go ahead, Andrew. I'm sorry. Daryl, how did he do? He did very well. I, you know, I, I think I found my new spokesperson. I think <laughs> I, you know, he knows it better than I do. The, why are we recording this today? And why, why was, you know, 10 minutes while we were talking about FlexIBA, guys? A lot of you listening are going to be in attendance. So that's the real value is, okay, board games are tough to explain. No one can, it's, it's one of those things when you guys get – dinner you're with friends you're like you guys want to play monopoly you're like this guy's never played monopoly you start explaining you're like wait just play right, right. so at national you guys are Darryl, you're gonna have a booth you're gonna be we're demoing gonna, the game doing giveaways. all over the place uh we're gonna booth 1140 mm-hmm. is our main booth we're gonna be working as well um with whatnot and network and dave and adam's card world and piece uh nice. of the game and we're gonna be for retailers in the gts retailer lounge showing people how to play we'll be on the main stage on thursday and any we'll NBA players on this team on Wednesday night? Hey, so he's going to be there Wednesday night. Any like, I'd be curious. Any NBA players have seen this and they're like, you know, oh, wow, that's silly, or they're like, oh, is that that's cool? Nothing. Yeah, no, I, I'll, I will say this: a lot of NBA players think it's really cool. They like to your point, the art, but what they really like is the ability that they know that their fan has the security of something that is tied digitally and physically together, and that we can upgrade that physical tile digitally at any time whether they perform really well on the court or they get traded. Right. And, you know, we all know that happens. So if Kevin Durant goes somewhere else, uh-huh. which might happen, you know, and you've got his nets flexagon, you'll have the opportunity to upgrade him to whatever team he ends up going to. He's not going to last in Boston. 
That's not his demo. That's a diff. That's a have, different type of fan. I'm sorry, Kevin Durant. That's not where you want to go. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm without playing all of my cards. Uh, yeah, that, you know, I, I got to say that I think we're might. If the proposed trade I heard was what I well, what it is what it is, that seems like a lot. I'm not for that one either. But well, that's it's, a whole other topic. Boston likes a tough, tough, like player. Yeah, you, you got some tough guys that went through that. And yeah. some guys that not are so tough, like Kyrie, who flaked out. So who didn't make it? That's fine. So, who do you know your buyer? And I'm curious why I asked that. Is I, I have a vision. Like I think this is a game that a father son will play. Like I, I imagine 90 percent, 80 percent of your buyers are someone in their 30s, 40s who loves sports cards, who loves collecting, but also wants to do something with their kids. Is that what you yeah. found? Family game night for sure. I mean, and it's not just fathers. You know. It's, Mothers looking to connect, you know, and there's a ton of women and, and young girl NBA fans too, right? And thanks to the WNBA, yep. and we look to expand into the WNBA very soon. Um, you know, so we totally acknowledge that family game night is huge for us. And then you also think about Pokemon, you know, kids who grew up on Pokemon, they're 8, 9, 10, 11. Maybe now they're on the you know, the middle school basketball team, and Pokemon just doesn't like something they did. But now they want to have that same experience, but in something that they're playing every day themselves too, right? So I think you're seeing the upgrader of the of the gamer mentality, as well as anybody that's playing esports that is yearning for that physical connection uh, of a product as well. So we're seeing the esports group gravitate towards us, and then like we are going to be at the national, right? And the, so the collecting aspect of things is very real as well. Some of our people have just said, "I want to keep." the first mint of every tile and keep that sacrosanct and not peel them and keep them in their boxes originally. And we get that too. Um, we have a battle series. We just had a $5,000 tournament and we've got a $10,000 tournament coming up in September for people who just play. And to your point, there's a lot of those people are, you know, twenties, thirties. We had a father son team play as well, though. That was really cool. I mean, Andrew, you know about people who played, you know, magic, the gathering. Who I'm played- thinking of Gunnar. Gooner. I'm literally picturing Gooner here. As but now he's like, a soccer fan. And who knows? Maybe Daryl has soccer in the works and he can combine two of his loves when right. uh, when when soccer flex, you know, La Liga flex comes down, though, you know, whatever it might be. So well, you yeah. know how, like, when you sit around, you're like, billion dollar business ideas. I don't know if you guys ever were in college and, like, you're ready to graduate. You don't want to go work. So you're like, let's think of a million dollar business idea started here. Like, we used to do this. It's funny how some of the most obvious ideas are created. And what I mean by that is, you have Magic the Gathering, you have Pokemon, you have Yu-Gi-Oh! You have all of these sports, remember Crazy Mode? You have all these like TCG games, but nobody, nobody thought of a sports card trading game up until 2022. Like, Well, so there was have- MLB Showdown back in the early 2000s by Wizards of the Coast. Okay. Um, but that went away when Hasbro bought Wizards of the Coast. I think, you know, the licensing aspect of things, you know, and the fact that Players get traded all the time, right? And there's that aspect of keeping up with it that the physical part of it is hard, but the digital part of it allows the updating of sports to be more fluid in gameplay and in in your experience. So I think to your point, that's one of the reasons why, right? I mean, I think people kind of felt like I can't keep the game up to date as often as I want, but with the digital aspect, we know which tiles need to be updated like that. Gotcha. Charizard will always be Charizard. He can't tear an ACL, but maybe Mike Trout. Okay. Well, he's a 80 when he gets in the league and 99 
But now the recent few injuries, maybe he's an 89. And that right. being able, the technology wasn't there in the early 2000s. And now That's it's right. caught up. Fast. Not like, to mention fun. keeping it fun. You know what and I mean? And keeping it fun, 100%. I mean, the first and foremost that we always say is this is a game. It's supposed to be fun. Number one, play you know, it the way you want to play it. You know, we have a tournament for people who play the rules the way the rules are. But if you like to play Monopoly with free parking and you want to tweak our rules and yeah. it's a beer and pretzel night, knock oh, it on. off. You, you know, know in Monopoly, they good. say that the bank can uh, – if you if the bank runs out of money, they can pr- they can or take notes of paper and add money into the system. Have you seen that? What kind I, of game I, I are think you that playing? That happens every day, doesn't it? If yeah. the bank runs, <laughs> it's how fascinating got, is that? It's called the United States version of Monopoly. I think is right, what you're right. playing all of that. Well, Andrew, listen, I get the benefit. Today's children are very different than the children were even in the '90s when you know Pokemon and TCG came out, and it was a card we game, and that was M&M. enough, right? We were, we so were M&M's I, yeah. I have a unique perspective on this because I get to deal with a child. Every day during my right. episode, and I know that the attention I've, I've span. I've matured a lot. You have the attention span of, of today's children is very different, right? They're on That's Netflix. Rough. That's like, rough. Boom, I gotta. There can't be commercials. They can't be today's children. I know because I have my son. I, I'm not talking about you. Talk about my son. Talk about my son, and it's great. He'll open up a box of Pokemon. He'll look at it. It's shiny. You know, hold his attention for a second. Maybe we could play a little bit on it, but. For hours, he'll walk around the neighborhood throwing an imaginary Pokeball to catch an augmented reality version of not even a cool Pokemon, like a spider. You know what I mean? Or whatever. I don't even know what they are. He's like, let's go for another walk. Like, this is more akin to what today's youth is ready for, accustomed to, needs for their attention to be kept. It's one thing, okay, I got a physical tile. Well, what does it do? Well, you could bite it if you want, or like you hit yourself in the head with it. But boom, you take your phone out. Of course, got to have the phone. But you got to have it because the phone. If, if they could, they'd glue their phone to their hand, right? Well, I would almost do it. Boom, and the guy comes to life. And, I mean, he's there. He's in the room with you. It's, it's, it, is, it is a modernization of what TCG was. And I think with sport, what's cool about it is you know, now with this tech, it makes what's awesome about sport, the players kind of coming to life in front of you, that is, that, that's what's been missing in like a sport TCG. I think it's, I think it's pretty cool. You, you don't get a real feel for it until you take a look at the video, guys. I can't, you know, an audio, I can't do it justice. And obviously, you know, we're not even on YouTube, we're not showing the video, but take a look, flexnba.com, and you'll see the video of it. You know, it is legit like a fast-forwarded version of Chewbacca playing that holographic, you know, yeah. chess game on and the we Millennium all were in Daryl, do you think that technology will ever get to this place where, you know how, like, Ian Cage's walks around and he, like, all right, you, Pokemon Go is uh, location-driven, right? You have to get to a place. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's ever going to be action-driven, like make five foul shots to complete this sh- challenge? Is we're, that, working, is that, we're working I, on stuff like that where it may not be quite five foul shots because our, our iPhones aren't yet that sophisticated, right. but we can certainly tell, we can match up our app with your health app in your iPhone, for example. And if you walk 10,000 steps, we can award you know additional confidence points to your player of your choice for just being physically active, 100%. And to your point as well, the other thing is geo opportunities. We can give points for going to Celtics game on a particular night and, you know, you were there and you scan your tile and Jason Tatum scores 50 points. 
we give you an extra CP50 for the next week to be able to just crush it with Tatum, for example. So there are those opportunities that exist by having the physical and digital realms come together that make this very special and very unique. I think we, we think of the future sometimes in, in this or scenario, right? Are we going to live in the digital world? Or are we going to live in the physical world? What I, I thought was cool about it, it's both. Right, it's choose. really yeah. both. I right? live in the material. I live in the material world, and I am a material girl. <laughs> yeah. You have one car, if, uh, the, by the way. <laughs> you had to get a, but like, think about that, right? So, we, I, someone said, "Show me the incentives, and I'll show you the results." What's cool about this is, oh, I, I want to go to the Boston Celtics game anyway, but now I can go to the Celtics game, and because I have a flex NBA tile, and we play the game at home, and it's usually. I'll buy two boxes. One I'll keep sealed because it might be that Pokemon first edition box right. that I'll fill with GI Joe cards and sell to Logan Paul in 26 years. <laughs> and one Whoa. I'll play with the family. Who does that? Uh, who knows? <laughs> one I'll play with the family. And one is like, okay, well, I pulled the Tatum tile. Guys, let's go to the Boston Celtics game. You go to the Celtics game and you upgrade your tile. That's a full 360 experience that I think NFT or digital land misses. And I think the real life collectors also sometimes miss. I think it's the boat. Yeah, that's what we're excited about. And the ability, you know, to your point, Cades, before you're watching the game with your son, right? And you can bring out the tiles of your players and, and you can change, you know, look, we're not going to be in your house. You can change the CP to whatever kind of game they're having and play a game against each other. You know, if, if in real life, in IRL, as the kids would say, um, that, you know, they're killing, your nets are killing my Celtics. You know, then that can happen, right? Or the Celtics are killing the Knicks. That can happen, really. And uh, you know, that's the type of scenario where you can play with a physical tile any way you really choose, which makes it special. We know that a lot of people are not going to follow the rules strictly. They don't have to. They can have fun with it. That's the point. Right. Where are you from? Have fun, have fun with their from? heroes while they're watching on TV. Daryl, where are you from? I am from Boston. Oh. Could you tell? But you live in LA now. Oh no, I do not. I live in Boston. Oh, you stay. Oh. oh, I'm a Boston boy. Through and through. Through the and Depart through. Is The Departed your favorite movie? Uh, the Departed is not my favorite movie, but it's a <laughs> darn good one. <laughs> Mystic River might be my favorite. <laughs> Mystic River. I did that just for you guys. Not Fever Pitch? Fever Pitch is pretty good, too. I don't <laughs> mind Fever Pitch that much. I mean, Drew Barrymore, she's not so great. But anyway, it is what it is. Jimmy um, Fallon was good in that. Jimmy Fallon was good. I'm a Yankee Who fan. Who is more responsible Mom, for the Patriot success? Bill Belichick oh. or Tom Brady? Oh, oh man. <laughs> now, do we have that much time on this show? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, here's what I'm going to clarify, guys, because we can let Daryl go and we can kind of do our stuff here, is as Andrew and I currently sit here, the enthusiasm about this product you hear from me is – the enthusiasm of somebody who has seen this product and played it with my son and thought it was cool and think that you guys out there might also likewise think it's cool. And this is not a paid enthusiasm. We do not have, as we currently sit here for this episode, a partnership, anything with NBA Flex. We have not received a dollar or anything from these guys at all. It is genuine like enthusiasm. That may change. We're building community. I, I may tackle Daryl at the national and be like, "We want to work with you." Who the hell knows? But as we're sitting here right now, this is just really. It, I thought it was something different. I thought it was something cool, and um, you know, I'd like for you to take a look at it and 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 maybe see the same. And yes, those of you coming to Cigar Night on Wednesday, you will be pleasantly surprised. So there you go. We're excited. We're really excited to be working with you guys, you know, in, in casual form because I've been 
listening to the show. I really enjoy it. Uh, I love reaching out and building a group of people that have similar interests. And like you said, may not be for everyone. It won't be for everyone. That's okay. Um, but it's, it's different. And what I love about bringing something new into the hobby, I've done it 40 years. I love the hobby. I love all of the hobbies, not just the trading card collecting hobby, but the gaming hobby and the bobblehead doll hobby. I love all of it. Like it's fun to be in what we get to do, what we do and to go to the national every year for as many years as I've gone. I'm ex so excited to start driving down tomorrow morning and get there. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing you guys Wednesday night and uh, it'll be a good time. Daryl, I was excited too until my rental car uh, pickup today. And, uh, you know, I, I paid a little extra for the premium and it was supposed to be like a Nissan Maxima or something equivalent. And, you know, you cross your fingers hoping last time my car got demolished by an idiot. They only had a convertible Mustang available. Oh, that's a shame. Nice. So I got that. The kids never wanted to give it back. But today I get there and, and I heard what you always want to hear. You know, you, got, you get to the plane, you get to the front. Sir, we're going to have to bump you up to first class. I heard, sir, we don't have any cars available in the premium. I'm going to have to upgrade you. So I'm like, oh, let's get the Enterprise rental car Bentley. Let's go. It is a Chrysler minivan. <laughs> so if you guys oh, so, yeah so you can bring me. a lot of cases in the back with you though i can't it's funny because Andrew said the same thing i am i at first i was like come on i gotta rock this thing but now i'm like i got a lot of crap to bring yeah you got stuff to you got room I'm to put it in now the got, world I, works in mysterious ways yeah, a lot of cigars <laughs> our little tiny brains can't always process it all <laughs> that's awesome that's, that is the deal i'm rocking the chrysler I think it's a Voyager, a Chrysler Voyager on the way down. If anybody uh, on the way from Long Island to uh, Atlantic Literally City, anybody. Needs, like, needs it could fit 42 like it, people. I could take 10 of you now. Yeah, you so probably could. if anybody needs a ride, just send me a message. I'll pick you up on the way. Let's there rock and roll. Daryl, thank you, Luca Nation. Thank you for listening to another episode. This week will be a little bit shorter. Uh, stay tuned for like five, six minutes. I want to talk to you guys about the SGC mantle i think you guys have probably seen it by now we'll give you we'll share our thoughts but if you are coming to national flex nba stop by the booth and daryl will give, show you a demo of the game you'll get to learn in real life irl how it works cigar night be on the lookout for some cool stuff and if you're not at national and you have any questions flex nba on instagram right so shoot you guys a dm flexmba.com go there or if you have any any questions message us and we'll point you in the right direction Thank you, Daryl. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you Thanks, so much. Darryl. We'll see you on Bye -bye. Wednesday. All right. Shoot. As someone who owns the Mantle 5, yeah. you've seen a ton a of Mantles. I'm a peasant. Eh, it could be worse. It could be worse. When you saw the 9-5 card get graded, and yes, we are sponsored by SGC. A lot of our community members have gotten the benefit of free SGC grading. Thank you guys for providing that. We always want to take care of you. What did you think? What were your initial thoughts? Um, Why the F did they put 1985 Rosenfine on the label? I agree. Why would you stamp the Mona Lisa with previously owned by Dante French? What did I think? I think it is an amazing copy. Um, I think, you know, when I saw it, the first thing I did was look at the other items in the auction because there are some amazing cards in that auction. 
Um, um, so I definitely looked at that. As far as the 9.5, um, listen, from a hobby perspective, I'm a little surprised it's at Heritage. Not that there's anything wrong with Heritage. Heritage just uh, set a nice record sale uh, with that Ali belt that we talked about on our episode collectible last night. So people clearly are, are you know, looking at Heritage and, and shopping with Heritage. Um, I got to tell you, it's newly graded. And if, um, you know, if anything, uh, we try to be honest, I'm a little surprised that there was a raw mantle in the wild that graded a 9.5. I'm a little surprised by it. Um, and that's a card that's been graded from like, as soon as you could, you got that in a slab to verify its authenticity. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, you know, you unless, and this may be the case with this, you know, someone has owned it for their whole life or they bought it from somebody a long time ago and they're not somebody who's, you know, big into grading or whatever it may be. And they just, you know, they know, they know the provenance of it and they know that it's, well, it's you know, Josh Rosen. He was he was in the NFL for a few years. Got drafted early, and then and now I heard the Browns are working him out, maybe even signing him. <laughs> I mean, well, I would got have, a fallback plan now. I would have hoped that he would have went to the Panthers because you want to talk about a, a 2018 Prism rip when you got Donald Mayfield and Rosen all on the same team. Talk about <laughs> that's interesting. I didn't think of that, <laughs> but, but he didn't go there. He, Do uh, you think so? It's interesting, right? The last 12 months, it's been like kind of, you know, a lot of allegiances are forming, right? So you've got Collectors, Golden, Cardline. Okay? Oh, that's PWCC. an allegiance? Did you call it an allegiance? Like, an, well, yeah. like, a, like on Survivor, like an alliance. Alliance. Okay, I mean, so I mean, you see, you see battle the Battle lines too. are being drawn. Yeah, it's like it's a wartime. You, you know, this Columbo is in with, you know, uh, Public Terry. This guy's in with, anyway. SGC is kind of out there, you know, they don't have a partnership with BGS, uh, with PWCC. They don't have a partnership with Golden. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of a free agent. And sometimes being a free agent is awesome. You could shop around. And maybe whoever got this card graded at SGC, and I have no idea, no intel at all. I'd be actually interested to talk to Pete and the team at at, uh, at National about this. Maybe they're like, okay, we got PWCC to auction this on Golden, but Heritage is as esteemed as it's because if this is graded PSA, my, my point is, this is going to golden 100%. No way PSA lets us go to PWCC. I mean, it's going to Heritage. Yeah, but if this was in a PSA slab, no way any other auction house takes it other than golden. Like the, I think the, the, these arrangements are done pre-grading. Like the, the, the owner of the card comes to the grading company and says, I'm grading this and I want to sell. And if they go to PSA, they're like... Are you going to sell this with Golden? Wink, wink. Um. Okay. I mean, listen, it's very. I'm a conspiracy theorist. Uh. Okay. So, so we know that some eights have sold. PSA eights have sold, right? We know that you know there are some SGC eights available. We know that there are other cards available. Uh. We know that a PSA nine sold publicly for two point eight million dollars, and then sold privately but then was made tremendously public when Rob Go announced his, what was it, $5.2 million, I think, was what he paid for his 52 mantle um, PSA 9. He might, he might be sending that in to, to Andrew to get cracked and some SGC. 
Well, so I guess what I would be thinking is, you know, if the PSA 9 is worth 5.2, right, is this SGC 9.5 better, worse, or the same? Right? That would be the first question that I have, right? And obviously not all these cards are the same. Even 9s are not all 9s. Remember, we're talking about three tens, um, And I think the ten that that 10 uh, Kendrick's 10 is going to be on display at the national collectors is going to have that at their display. Actually. Um, Are you surprised that giving the recent PWCS PWCCE PWCCA designations that this card wasn't sent there for someone to do that? No. I mean, listen, let's, let's, let's parse it out a little bit. Right. Um, I didn't prepare for this. Um, and I didn't even know it was, available for auction to somebody who doesn't even do cards. Somebody used to work with message me and say, Hey, you're bidding on that mantle. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'll <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll be the high bidder. And, it's uh, funny how the, the rest of the world views what we do. Like, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll probably put a bid in. Yeah, yeah. I think so. So, so, but, 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 you know, parse it out. I, I would imagine that the PWCCI designation was not something that was even taken into account because if this is somebody who's had this card raw, it's somebody who knows what they have. It's somebody who's probably paid attention to, you know, the sale prices of high end, high grade, and also for calling a, a spade a spade. It's probably somebody who, you know, kind of had an idea of what it would grade from the grading houses. I mean, think about that, right? Even if it's a PSA eight, it's a seven figure card, right? A PSA nine, it's at least $5.2 million based on the last thing. This SGC 9.5, I believe with buyer's premium in a day, it's already over $4 million, right? Yeah, I, I think I think it's three and change plus buyer's premium ready. You can take a look at Heritage. I think first day, it's already up over $4 million for the card. So so um, I have, I don't know whose card it is. You said it's on the four label. Point I point four. Five point two with buyer's premium on five point two eight. So it's a re- so uh, what an hour or two ago when I looked at it, it was three and change. Now it's already so this SGC nine five is already more than what Rob G paid for his. Now does the slab say who whose card it is? It says Rosen or something. It says who? Nineteen eighty five Rosen find finest known example. I gotta tell you as someone who's you guys know we're sponsored by SGC. I, I literally hate that. Like, I could not hate that boy. So I will apologize because I did not know we were going to talk about this today. I, I would have done some research of the 1985 find, the Rosen find. I would look that up just to see what it is. That's why, you know, normally if you're going to come for our kind of talking points advice, we, we would know about this stuff a little don't bit. Don't ask will... questions you don't know the answer to, Andrew. Well, Remember, I'll that was, a, that was I'll lesson number one. But I like where you're going. And I, I was kind of going there also. And, you know, SGC, you know, is a sponsor. But, you know, we told them from day one, we're as honest as we can be, uh, you know, with our audience. And I think, you know, people respect us for that. I have a feeling that the person who, I, I mean, there are raw card reviews, right? These grading companies are all offering raw card review. I'm not saying they contacted PSA and said, hey, if I put this in your slab, what would it be? I'm not saying they contacted SGC and said, hey, if I put this in your slab, what would it, what would it be? But they may have had some experts in grading take a look at it, people who know what they're doing. And if that happened, most likely they were probably told, 
if you send it to this grading company, it's likely to get this. If you send it to this grading company, it's likely to get this. And that process led to the conclusion that SGC will probably give the highest grade. That doesn't mean SGC told them that they'll put it in a 9.5. It doesn't mean PSA well, told them. Well, there's only them, two options, right? But For vintage, there's only two, co- correct, two companies. Correct. So, that's, the, that's what makes this even more interesting. So it's very possible that someone who knows PSA grading well looked over the card and said, maybe there's a surface issue on the card hypothetically, and that that card wouldn't grade more than an 8 with PSA. Very possible. I'm just hypothetically throwing that hypothetical possibility out there. And that same expert said, you know what, that I, it I think happened, it happens all the time. And we talked about it with the, with the Jordan, uh, the Kobe tops rookie card, different companies grade the same card with different. Um, what, what, I mean, point. You know what I'm saying? Or not standards. Really? The standards. Standards. You know, well, the, the standards that are used for, for, you know, what they define a 10 as, a 9 as, an 8 as, different centering, different you name it. They have, you know, the, the guidelines uh, are different. So so I, I hate to say this, but at, at the number we're talking about, we always have buy the card, not the slab. With the, with, 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 with the amount of money being thrown around over here um, and the type of buyer who's going to be buying this, I, I hope to not offend any multimillionaire out there. If you are that, if you have it like that, you can give me some. That's great, and I will. I'll be nicer to you. But right now, we are looking at an item that I think is a buy the slab, not the card. And this card is probably gorgeous, you name it. But at this point in time, you know, we've been doing the 750 episodes. There hasn't been a nine come up for public auction. Rob G was able to behind the scenes purchase his nine it did not it was not for sale you know the, i think the last one that sold for 2.8 was what 2018 right so we're talking about years these things don't come up for public auction the people who own them like the tens are not being auctioned right i know people are trying and eventually maybe they'll get to a point where one is but this is one of those rare opportunities where you know it's an sgc 9.5 if you're going to spend five six seven eight million dollars on a card you have to purchase this because who knows when the next one is going to become available so Paige, this but, is the nine this is the you see it yep yes little little right there surface and a, their surface and here's the here's the nine five so a little bit more fading right yeah right off the bat i mean this could be the computer or it could be the page but the color on the nine it, it pops this one not so much the color on the nine pops with two imperfections on the surface the centering is damn near perfect on this nine five the 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 coloring is a little faded but it's perfect not a single white spot on the sky behind mantle guys what's so cool about this i know you aren't prepared um no but i understand what you're saying art it's the art you know we talk it's the Oh, I like this version a little bit more than this. And I, I think this goes for 13 to 15. I mean, that, that would be amazing for the hobby. It would be amazing for a lot of reasons. Um, and I'm not saying it's not going to. And why I say it almost doesn't matter, the SGC. Not, these are now high grade, three tens, six nines. This is, is, I would imagine this is the highest graded SGC one, I, you know. And, and, we just saw the Ali belt sell for $6 million. 
I'll bet you Jim Ursay, the owner of the Colts, thinks that that belt was put on Muhammad Ali's waist at the Rumble in the Jungle. I'll bet you that, that, that he thought he was buying the one that was awarded in Africa when it, it wasn't, right? And, well, that, but, well, he should know what we know. But, no, but, but it doesn't matter. We're talking about Jim Ursay. $6 million to him is like you or I buying a Zion prism. If we make a mistake on the Zion prism, so be it. We're, we can buy another thing in the next week's PWCC auction. That's the people who are looking at these things. $13 million for an SGC 9.5. To me, it's like, oh my God, really? It's going to be that much? The people who are bidding on this, that is, they say, all right, if I have to go to 13, so be it. Because I don't know when a copy this nice is ever going to come available again for public auction or even private. So it's just, it's a different stratosphere. It's great because if you're right and it sells for that type of money, I mean, it's already more than the PSA 9. So it's already, it's already more. So it will make headlines. It will be great for the hobby. It'll be a great thing that everybody will be talking about national. Um, you know, it will draw more attention, uh, more notoriety, and more spotlights on what it is that we are all doing here and showing that that this asset class is a true alternate investment class. And, and sure. look what this, this thing is worth. I mean, it's 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 now you know, more than $5 million. It's amazing. I, I think it's cool that there's two different companies that have reviewed tons of these cards that have different standards but have so much experience and so much of a track record to see, okay, this is good. This is good for the hobby. This is good for the consumer. This is good for the guy who found the card. Uh, so it'll be interesting. When does it end, Cage? Do you know? Uh, I believe the auction ends August 27th to 28th is the close of this auction. I, I would love to see a live auction on something like this. That'd be pretty cool. Um, yeah, it'd be pretty cool. No one Definitely. wants that because they think it'll get better prices online, you know. But anyway, that's another episode. A little bit, 40 minutes. We try to keep it to 20 on brand. Luca Nation, we'll see you guys soon. Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.